everybody. Welcome to the Kicking Show, the official podcast of Kicking the Tires. And uh, before we get into the show with Seth and, and Matt Corson uh, in just a few minutes, I wanted to talk about a young man uh, and it's actually his teammate, uh, Chase Reynolds from Mooresville, North Carolina, and then Jack the Penguin Markham. Okay, these, these two young guys are BMX riders. Okay, Justin, I know you're into Supercross and you're yep. a Supercross guy, but in the offseason – um, I was able to, to cut a deal sponsorship with the in the zone bike BMX team from, from North Carolina. Okay. Ooh. What a bad deal. We're on the sleeve. You know, I think you're going to show some photos. So we've got kicking the tires on the sleeve, but more importantly, it's about, about supporting young racers and, and, and people that, you know, it doesn't matter to me if it's four wheels, two wheels, one wheel. I mean, we can have unicycle racing. I Heck, don't care. Let's, let's go into boating and just no wheels at all. How about that? No. Uh, well, that, that kind of throws off the whole kicking the tires thing, but that's okay. We might do it. You never know. Um, I've never met something that I couldn't put a logo on. Uh, kick, kick, we can call it kicking the aft. Kicking, yeah, you yeah, could. <laughs> but this past weekend was nationals in BMX in Gretna, Louisiana. Chase Reynolds, this little young guy, like I said, you've got a little, little young curly-headed blonde kid. How old is he? Came in. Came in second place. Nice. In his age group. Yeah. How, He's like four or five. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. And it, 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 look, I mean, his mom is a photographer. Allison Reynolds is a photographer in NASCAR. Um, and, yeah, so I've known her for quite some time. So it's really kind of cool to uh, to be able to do this. But, you know, there were, of all the kids that were, you know, from North Carolina that went down there, um to participate you know these two guys uh, you know, chase and jack came home second and third so uh kudos to them that was a that's a big deal that's awesome yeah and you, you so you sent me the pictures and the, the the second place trophy is just as tall as this kid that's insane it reminds me of like the trophies when i started uh in motocross and and seeing some of those trophies almost as tall as me when i was a little kid what's changed oh well thanks well, like I said, I want to send a shout out to uh, Jack Markham, third place finisher, and Chase Reynolds, second place finisher, nationals in Louisiana. And, and oh, by the way, just, awesome. uh, just a side note, Allison wasn't even going to bring Chase. They weren't going to come, okay? Like at the last minute, she decides to pack a suitcase with a bicycle, takes it all apart, puts it in the suitcase, <laughs> and flies standby, okay, to Louisiana. They missed their first flight. Because they didn't want to stand by. There wasn't the people. But of all they had to go through to get to Louisiana and then for, for Chase to come home second, that's a really big deal. I'm going to have a little story yeah. with some photos also on the website. So congratulations to those two young men. And, uh, hey, man, we we appreciate it. Keep representing, kicking the tires, and uh, and, and we're proud to be on those uh, on your search lease. That's that's dedication right there. And you can tell that he, he's super happy. I mean, even look at look at the video here where he's he's going around the track. He's just super smooth, and you can tell he's having a blast. Uh, super cool to be able to be a part of that. He likes to win. Hey, uh, maybe we could get Chip on the show, uh, Chip Ganassi. And now that we have that slogan for us, we could do the little hashtag. You know, like we can, why don't we? Like, I, I like what you're talking about. You know, let's just let's just sponsor everything. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden we'll be uh, bigger than uh, Fox and NBC and everything because you know we'll be on all the cars and all and all the teams and. Heck, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Five years from now, let's just let's just enter in a cup car. Let's just enter the Daytona 500. Let's go. 
I don't know who will drive, but we'll just send her a car. You know, honestly, if I had to, if I had to pick a driver that I could afford, I would put Garrett Smithley behind the wheel. You know why? Because he knows how to drive super speedways and he yes. doesn't tear up equipment. Yes. So if I ever enter, if I ever, you know, get the money for a uh, cup car, and and I, you know, that that's probably one of the drivers that I'll pick because uh, that would be that would be a safe bet. And a lot of those guys who finish back there who don't have the the top level equipment know exactly what you're talking about. They they know how to take care of equipment. They know how to get around a track without crashing. Uh, you know, there's quite a few of them that just have misfortune. But the guys that don't know how to take care of equipment, always crashing their cars, they're out per, they're out of the sport pretty quickly. Well, all I can say is keep looking for kicking the tires logo on sponsorships across all forms of wheeled sporting events. And uh, I'm sure I'll come up with something else. Seems like I can't say no. <laughs> well, we already know with Marcus Limonis that the trucks cost about 15 grand. So he followed me on Twitter today. Oh, what? Yes. Hey. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> Marcus Limonis followed me on Twitter today. And one more thing. Breaking news. Um, I'm going to be in Austin on Monday. There's going to be event, an event at Circuit of the Americas. So uh, be sure to check that out. Maybe I'll even go live uh, and, and put it up uh, on Twitter or on the, uh, on the site somewhere. But uh, we'll be in Austin for an event. And um, other than that, the only other thing I, I know about is I think there's some stuff going on with NASCAR Euro. Um, and that's, uh, that's going to be interesting when it, when it comes out. I'll, I'll definitely be sure to tweet about that. Okay, so, uh, you know, I guess we need to, like, bring in the rest of the uh, guys on the show. So it's going to be me, you, Seth, and, uh, and Matt at some point. Before we get too far into the show, yes, I'm wearing glasses. Yes, they make me look like 10 times fatter than I normally am. Um, you can leave that in, Justin. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> but I had to get glasses, just like I had to get the COVID vaccine. We'll have more on that later. Not happy about that, but if I wanted to see and I wanted to get in the garage, two things had to happen. But more important, this past week on my Twitter feed, someone said, you need to get Curtis on the show. Curtis, K-E-R-T-U-S. I have no clue <laughs> who Curtis is. I, do, do, Seth, do you know who Curtis is? Not a clue. Justin? Is that like a play on kurt bush or I, dude i don't know it said you need to get curtis on the show so okay so here's the deal curtis if you're watching we're inviting you on the show i don't even know who the hell you are you could be like 14 people I, will a real slim curtis please stand up please stand up please yeah, you got it but seriously we'll name the show after you we'll call it uh welcome to uh kicking the curtis Kicking the Curtis. I mean, at least one show. But if somebody can tell us who Curtis is, and he's mentally stable enough to, you know, make it on the air, I mean, it's not a very high bar. I mean, come on. I mean, look at me. Uh, but seriously, if we can find the real Curtis, we'll bring you on. Let's do it. Let's, do, Let's it. do it. Let's bring Curtis on the show. If you can get through one sentence better than Jerry can get through the intro of this, which uh, you'll see at our year-end show, you'll know what that means. Yeah. Look, I cannot say good evening. Worth a, I mean, I, I just can't. It, oh, you can, you can. You just add a whole bunch of extra V's and B's in there. Good evening. It, it's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> Maybe we just need to have 
a produced intro and then we bring ourselves into the show. Maybe the producer could do that for us. Okay. So I can just intro all our shows from now on? No, no, we'll do it together. <laughs> and then it'll be the same one we use every week. Okay, so I'll say good. You say evening because that's the best word that you have in your English dictionary. And then Seth can just either laugh or say uh, everyone. <laughs> Seth's good at laughing. Well, I believe uh, we have somebody in the waiting room right now, but it's not Curtis. It's not Curtis. Oh, did 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 Corson finally decide to join us tonight? Oh, well, let's see. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, hey, should I just pop him right in? Just... Yeah, just bring him in. All right, I got this. I got this. Watch, watch, watch. I'll, I'll, I'll do this. All right, that's <laughs> not that that's photo. not that's not Matt. That's a picture of Matt. Everyone. That look at that photo. We're I gonna... mean. And there he is. There he is. Hey, that, Curtis. Hey, everyone. Hey, Curtis. How are you doing? <laughs> What's going on, Curtis? What's up? Um, so, no, you're not Curtis. I know you're Matt. <laughs> yes, Matt. <laughs> Do you know who Curtis is? No. On our Twitter feed last week, someone wrote to me and said, you need to get Curtis on the show. So I, I have spent me. the past five minutes imploring people to send Curtis to me so that I can get him on the show. Well, let's get Curtis on. There you go. There you go. You're four for four now, mm -hmm. Curtis. We will find you. We will find you. So uh, <laughs> Matt's been out drinking. Uh, no, I, I've had one drink. Everyone <laughs> else was drinking. <laughs> Good boy. But let's get on with like what we really do, which is talk NASCAR before we get, you know, completely kicked out of the sport because we you know, digress to a point of you know chaos Seth what's going on in the uh, in the real world uh, this week well last weekend uh, Taylor Gray uh, the younger brother of truck series driver Tanner Gray the same Taylor Gray who was penalized for recording and posting the snapchat uh, during the ARCA test at Daytona was in a accident in Statesville, North Carolina, uh, I think it was a week ago today, as a matter of fact, uh, and he suffered a fractured, I think it was either L4, L5 vertebrae, uh, broken left foot and a broken left ankle. Mm -hmm. uh, he was transported to Wake Forest uh, Baptist uh, Hospital. The surgery was successful on his back, so thank God for that. Uh, I believe he was undergoing a second surgery for his left foot. Uh, they withdrew his entry for Richmond. He was supposed to make his truck series debut for David Gilliland Racing in the 17 truck. And per social media, uh, the younger sister of Gray Galding was the passenger uh, in the car with young Taylor Gray. And we were able to put a lot of this together with public records from the fire department and emergency services, um, radio transcripts and things of that nature, as well as uh, social media. And then the statement that was released um, by David Gilliland Racing, actually two statements released by uh, David Gilliland Racing and their PR folks. And all our best to uh, to Taylor uh, and and to Miss Galding, because, I mean, look, you've worked with, with Gray, if I'm not mistaken, haven't you, uh, Matt? I have, yes. I worked with them in uh, two years ago, 2019. So, um, from my understanding, Kennedy, um, Gray's youngest sister, is doing well. Um, looks like she has suffered some kind of injury, like right over here over her eyes, uh, just from the pictures mm -hmm. that I've seen. So, 
um, just keeping her and thoughts and everything, and of course Taylor as well, because um, it's just scary to see two people so young get involved in such a serious accident. Um, it definitely could have been a lot worse. So. Well, definitely uh, thoughts and prayers out to those guys. Glad they are, uh, for the most part, okay um, and uh, healing up. And uh, we'll keep you updated on that. Maybe we can get at some point get uh, get Taylor on the show and uh, and and talk to him. And you know, look, he'll still get that truck series debut someday. Uh, just not going to come this weekend at Richmond. And uh, in other news, I guess we've got some iRacing stuff going on. And uh, uh, that is your bailiwick again, Seth. Yes. Uh, last night, the eNASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing Series was in action. Uh, Space Station Racing's Vicente Salas had a perfect night. He started on the pole, his sixth career start, his first career pole, led every single lap, all 203 laps, to win, becoming the 56th driver to win in the series. He is the first person uh, to go flag to flag on an oval in the series and broke the record for most amount of laps led in a single race. He held off Elliott Sadler Esports driver Garrett Mains, who, uh, famously enough, drove the number two offer pad Toyota to a second place finish. And Garrett could never get by uh, Vicente, uh, no matter how hard he tried, whether it was the inside, the outside. Uh, Vicente, or Chente as he's uh, nicknamed, uh, was able to hold him off throughout the entire race. Uh, the only incidents of the night, or the major incident of the night, uh, took place between Garrett Lowe of Wood Brothers Racing and Michael Connie of Junior Motorsports. Garrett Lowe broke loose off of turn four, spun in front of the field, collected uh, Michael Conti, Brad Davies, Jake Nichols, and somewhere in the neighborhood of 12 cars in total. Somewhat similar to that wreck at Martinsville off turn three. Or turn two, I should say. Uh, aside from that, both uh, the teammates of Solace and of Mains both wrecked out. <laughs> Funny enough, Malik Ray, who is Vicente's teammate, uh, wrecked out. God, I think he was in three or four different wrecks. And uh, Ashton Crowder, who is Garrett Mains' teammate, was the first driver out and the only driver not to complete the entire race. So Over in the FTF League, uh, Garrett Conrad won. At Martinsville. Did we sponsor uh, that race? Uh, we did not sponsor that race, although it might be a good thing we didn't sponsor that race, unfortunately, because that race had 34 cautions. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Sounds like a race I might be in, not necessarily sponsoring. <laughs> I did see um, your I did see your uh, snarky tweet today. <laughs> Um, it was all in good fun. I, will I say have that. a top ten in that that, that Monday night racing league thing. I don't know how I got it. I think everybody else wrecked, but I do have a top ten. It, I, you do have a top ten, and it was I led some laps. Yes, you have. You got more and, than I have, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like I said, it was all in good fun. Uh, what the I racing put out a fun little thing uh, to tag two people that you know 
Uh, one who's fa the fastest you know, one who's the slowest you know, but not to say who is who. There I tagged Brad and Cattell, who we've sponsored multiple times, and I tagged Jared. And That was real hard to figure out. <laughs> you killed the jokes. Hey, I could have made it more, even more blatantly obvious if I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> what, tagging me? Nah. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway, now, like I said, there's no doubt I'm the fun. slowest driver on iRacing at kicking the tires. But, you know, that's okay. I am, I am sitting in my sim. I am going fast via osmosis right now. You are still faster <laughs> than everyone else in, in kicking the tires that does not have a subscription. That's so. right. That's like right. And there I you have go. to renew mine still. I paid the, I, I honestly, uh, plug for, for, for iRacing. They had a really cool Black Friday deal this year. And I paid for a year in advance. I mm -hmm. still have iRacing through 2023. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> well, I used up my. I used. We need to renegotiate our advertising contract because I've used up my my uh, advertising credits. Well, full disclosure for me, uh, the reason why I still have it for, through 2023. My first writing gig way back when was with iRacing News covering oh, the iRacing IndyCar series. Oh, I know you do, but I'm saying for the <laughs> listeners. So, I still have credit. Well, I don't have credit from that leftover at this point. But I renewed so much that I still have the sim, the subscription, through 2023. I had a five-year card. At one point, I had a lifetime card. I don't know where it went. Hmm. Oh, well. Now I'm so, a little jealous of that. <laughs> oh, who, uh, who won FTF after the, after the melee? After the 34-lap uh, caution melee? Garrett Conrath won the FTF race. Uh, he, <clears throat> based on the picture I saw, he was the only one uh, on the front stretch when the checkered flag was waving. I not sure what that. that. Not sure. Not sure if the rest of the field wrecked or what exactly happened, but. His car was in one piece. I can't speak for anybody else in that race. I can I can appreciate that. Uh, I've been on races like that before. Usually, I've wrecked the entire field behind me. <laughs> I, I've witnessed the entire field getting wrecked behind me, and uh, that's how a few years ago in 2015, I won the uh, fifth split of the Daytona 500 by 30 seconds. There you go. What else we got going on? Uh... Matt, you got a, uh, you got Jen, what Jenny Joe Cobb making some big news. First time a uh, a female driver is going to be in the Cup Series in uh, several years. Yeah, the first time since 2018. Uh, Brickware Racing announced yesterday on Tuesday that Jennifer Joe Cobb was going to pilot the number 15. So she'll be making her Cup debut, which is hard to believe because I never even realized that she hadn't made a Cup start. You know, I mean, I feel like she would have made one at least somewhere during her very long career in NASCAR. So excited for her. She led some laps in the truck race last year at Talladega. So um, who knows? I mean, it's Talladega. Anyone can win. So uh, looking forward to seeing what she can do when we get down to Alabama next weekend. I will not be there. I'm not sure who's going for, for, for what. So we need to coordinate that because I have to have everything turned in uh, by tomorrow. But um, I would have thought that Jennifer would have been in the Cup Series at least once by now, too. So that's kind of 
kind of odd that it, you know, it's taken her this long, but uh, kind of cool that Rick Ware is, uh, is going to make that car available. And I know she's got a little bit of sponsorship for it. So uh, kudos to her. She's, she's a nice lady. So she's really a good friend is. hung out with her. Mm-hmm. She's uh she's really cool. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, what she can do in the cup series. And uh, I think it's really good for the sport too, to have another female driver. Well, I mean, whether her just doing a one-off race, but um, I think it does a lot of good for our female friends of the sport and especially the young ones that aspire to be drivers just like her. So. And she's got a very loyal fan base. Remember, uh, uh, I want to say it was a couple of years ago, uh, maybe 2019, 2018, uh, she had an issue where she didn't have an extra set of tires, so she wasn't able to complete the race. And someone, one of her fans literally just walked right up and, and paid for her last set of tires or whatever it was. Uh, Chris Knight broke that story, and it was just really I, cool. I think- I think that might have been Daytona 2020, actually. Or was it 2020? Something yeah, like that. I, I, I want to say it was right before COVID, so it, it might have been 2020. I think it was Daytona. At least for some reason, I want to say it was Daytona. Yeah. Well, a little insight on that. Chris Knight and Jenny are, Jennifer are very good friends, and he uh, mm-hmm. he does help them out some uh, on some PR stuff, for, and already has in the past. So uh, not surprised that he was able to get that story out there ahead of everybody, because look, no offense, Chris Knight's on it. When it comes to to stuff that's happening like that with 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 certain teams in the garage, he is uh, he's hooked up. And uh, you mentioned tires um, for the first time in history. Mm-hmm. Goodyear is going to sponsor a race. Yep, Goodyear is going to have the Goodyear four hundred at Darlington Raceway Throwback Weekend. And uh, you know, I talked to those guys today. Um, we're going to have a little story out about it tomorrow um, on, on that news being announced. Well, just a little short piece, but kudos to Goodyear for, for doing this. It's, a, it's, an, it's outside their bailiwick. I mean, you know, obviously Goodyear uh, uh, on the back of the kicking the tires machine um, with a big sticker. You know, they, they, they take care of us here, but not one to put their name on a race in North America. I think they've done it in Europe or somewhere else, but they don't they don't typically do entitlement sponsorships. So for Goodyear to step up and to put their name on a race and it be the throwback race, to be the Darlington throwback race. That's that, you know, and we moved the Darlington throwback race from the fall to the spring. So for those who are wondering, but yeah, in just a few weeks. And that's also going to coincide with NASCAR opening up the garage. Um, sort of. It, it's limited access. Uh, it's not everybody yet. So that'll be uh, uh, that'll be an interesting scenario to see how they play that out. But no, the Goodyear thing is uh, is great for the sport. Great for Goodyear. Get some eyes on them and uh, get some eagles on your car. Get a question with that. Is NASCAR going to approve uh, the teams to run white wall tires for that weekend since it is throwback? Please. Uh, they're running uh, the... It, it's the same tire they ran last year. The white letter? It, it, white letter, thin blue line that uh, they sold in, I think it was the late 60s, early 70s. Nice. So it's not a white wall, but it's a you know white letter type tire. Yep. The cool. big, fat, Goodyear lettering because the logo for the race even itself it looks kind of retro it, it looks pretty legit like for a throwback race weekend um style kind of logo for the race name you it's... can see it right here because he's gonna put it into the uh you, into you the show killed it cherry i was gonna do it anyway 
but yeah, Jerry, like, you, <laughs> but like you said, yeah, the, it's pretty cool to see um, some of these sponsors. It's almost like Sunoco stepping up, right? They, they already sponsor and, and provide everything for the fuel and stuff like that. Goodyear doing that for the tires. And it's cool to kind of see them at the front of the face now instead of kind of working behind the scenes um, to let fans know that, you know, they are still involved and they do really care about our sport. I think the last time Goodyear was really at the quote unquote front side of everything was when they sponsored a Jimmy Means car back in 94. I think Brad Teague uh, drove that um, out of Charlotte or something like that. So it's been oh. a long time since Goodyear has been on a car. I, I, I think they were on a, a Tory car uh, in the Xfinity series a few years ago, actually. Okay. Well, I was thinking more just the Cup series. But yeah, if they were on an Xfinity race, then. So my good friend Mike Sabrini is Goodyear's PR guy. He does, you know, he did Goodyear Racing PR. Look him up, give him a call, ask him about Goodyear sponsoring, blow his phone up, blow his email up because he's not busy enough as it is. So and... when he watches this, I want him to know where all those calls and tweet him, Mike Sabrini, S I B I R I N I. He's Italian. Uh, but uh, yeah, give him a, give him a shout, tag him in social media. We'll be tagging him in ours, and uh, let him know that you think uh, you're thankful to Goodyear for uh, for for stepping up and putting their name on the uh, on the throwback race. That's uh, that's really cool. Let those guys know. They I, I I joke about Sabrini, but in all honesty, no doubt in my mind that the folks at Goodyear um, they would love to hear from the fans on, and 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 to be tagged in in tweets. So that they uh, they know what what this means for the sport. And uh, Goodyear was indeed on a Hattori car in the Xfinity Series 2014. Johnny Sawyer at Daytona. Uh, he finished 28th that day. Not a good day for Johnny. No. Rip. But I bet if he wrecked, he didn't go out by himself. <laughs> there you go. What else, this, um, Justin, what do you got for us? Yeah, so um, before we get into Supercross, we got some big news with uh, SRX. They made uh, a huge announcement today and it blew up on Twitter and lots of fans have been wondering, where is Alan Bestwick? What's he doing? Why isn't he covering racing? He was great. Well, we're going to make you happy. Well, Tony is at least because... Uh, Alan Bestwick is going to be the play-by-play -play announcer uh, working with CBS Sports as they broadcast the SRX in their inaugural season. Uh, he's going to be working alongside um, uh, Brad Daughtry, Matt Yoakum, Danica Patrick, James Hinchcliffe, Dario Franchitti, and Lindsay Zarniak. Th they've, got, they've got a fantastic lineup there, I think. And it's pretty cool to see kind of the balance between uh, broadcasters who have uh, kind of announced play-by-play -play and announced motorsports in the past alongside some drivers who uh, have done extremely well uh, in open well, wheel or, or whatnot. Well, so Dario and Danica and uh, um, that group, they're going to be analysts. Mm -hmm. So, uh, of course, now I don't know the tracks that, uh, that, that you know, make it. I know we've got a list on the site, uh, but I know Danica's never even been to a couple of those tracks, so that'll be interesting to see her insight. Yeah. But she's kind of been away from the sport for a while, so uh, you know, a Danica sighting is uh, you know got to got to be a shot in the arm a little bit for uh, for the fans out there. And you know, I'm kind of surprised that it's with Tony's group, but Tony's a smart businessman. 
you know, he, she used Danica drove for Tony and then they parted ways. And sometimes uh, they would lob, you know, snarky remarks at each other. But um, to see her back uh, with a headset on and uh, talking about racing, look, she's got a huge following. So that's a that's a that's a big shot in the arm. Also, who didn't see this coming? Matt Yoakum. Yeah. Like. You know, I mean, you knew that, that Yoakum was going to be on this broadcast team. There was no doubt about it. And it is cool to see Bestwood back in the uh, back in the booth. So, yeah, so uh, so some cool news with SRX. I know that's going to be really cool to look forward to. They start, uh, what is it, June 12th? Yeah, June 12th out at Stafford. And then, like Jerry said, if you want the full schedule, just go to our website, kickingthetires.net, and you'll see their press release published up there. As for Supercross, uh, they're racing out at Atlanta Motor Speedway for the first time in history. Um, so it's pretty cool to see them go to a new venue. Also, it's, it's neat to see them expand into some of the uh, NASCAR facilities, NASCAR tracks, and stuff like that. Uh, Eli Tomac winning on Saturday. Uh, Ken Roxon not getting a great performance and finishing in ninth. So with Cooper Webb finishing in third, that point lead uh, grew on that day. But uh, I will say, come on Tuesday for the second race out at Atlanta, uh, Roxon made it all up by winning on Tuesday night. So uh, at the time of this recording last night. And Cooper Webb not getting that solid of a finish, finishing down in sixth. So now the championship points between the two are just 13. At this point, if Cooper Webb were to finish second in all the races for the rest of the year, he will uh, secure the championship. But um, that 13-point gap can very easily uh, sway if, if anything were to happen. So, Then moving on to the 250 class, we had one first-time winner with Nate Thrasher uh, just absolutely dominating the race. Um, they, only they were only able to run nine laps because it's such a large track, um, but he absolutely dominated. Cameron McAdoo uh, had a pretty rough crash in the in Tuesday night's race. Uh, he won the whole shot on on Saturday, but had a pretty nasty crash, but kept going and somehow finished third on Tuesday. So uh, kudos to him, and hopefully it's nothing serious. Uh, but Justin Cooper able to edge out Hunter Lawrence on, on Tuesday night for the 250 West Division. So... Um, Right now, obviously, the East having their big, long break. Uh, Nichols still out in front of Craig and for the West. Uh, Cooper out in front of McAdoo by just nine points and not too much further ahead of uh, Hunter Lawrence, not Jet Lawrence. So remember, Jet Lawrence is racing on the East and Hunter's racing out West. So I cannot believe that guy finished on the podium. After seeing a replay of that wreck go viral on social media today, the fact that he finished podium is crazy. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, for those who didn't see it, basically he his rear wheel somehow just just rebounded off of the previous jump, just right to where when he landed for the second jump, uh, it started to go over the handlebars and it was right into one of the uh, taller jumps, and he basically went face first right into the uh, uh, next jump. And then I'm not sure if it was just momentum or his leg got caught up in the front wheel or something, but it just sent him tumbling right over and everything. And he just looked like a rag doll. It was, it wasn't pretty at all, but, um, thankfully he was okay. He just kind of shook himself, made sure he was awake and okay and got back up and still finished third. So, uh, pretty crazy. Okay. Well, thank you, uh, Justin for the Supercross update. And, uh, we appreciate it. I know you stay on top of that stuff. I like going out and covering them, but you know, it's uh Atlanta's a good little drive for me. So, you know, when they come to Texas or Dallas, you know, go up to Houston or Dallas or whatever, it's easy. But uh 
think you're going to be trying to go up to Utah for the final race. Is that what we're? Yeah, I'm going to try to do at least the final race. It's still kind of up in the air, but um, that's something I'm hoping to do because, uh, yeah, but we'll see. Just just get in that little Camaro of yours and drive on up. <laughs> Probably. Uh, that'll be a lot cheaper than flying because the moment I get out of state, gas prices go down by at least a dollar. So, At least. Because when I was out there, it was like five bucks a gallon. Yep. It is. Yep. Uh, let's see. The, the highest I've seen uh, out in like Hollywood area uh, was like five eighty something. So it's two thirty nine here in Texas. Just in case you're wondering. Yeah, if you want to fill up your gas tank in uh, California, it's pretty much a car payment. <laughs> there you go. Should, should I pay? <laughs> you said it. Should I and pay? You, and yet, and yet, once again, a reason why I make fun of Justin every week on living in California. He has every right to. Yep. So it's one of those things where I have to think, hmm, do I want to keep my car or do I want to make my car run? Hmm. hmm. Yeah. So, you know, and speaking of, you know, since you know y'all are so great about the 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 coronavirus and locking people down and doesn't seem to be working for you. Um NASCAR has uh has moved into the coronavirus fighting you know realm. They have decided that if you want to get in the garage, I know I mentioned this last week, you have to get the the uh, COVID shot. You got to go get the vaccine. I heard earlier today that Joey Logano actually had COVID during the off season, and he's waiting to get the vaccine. Bubba Wallace just got the vaccine, and I just got the vaccine, but I'm sitting here waiting to die because... I got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine on Saturday, okay? Right here in my arm. I've got video of it. Uh, and now they don't give the Johnson & Johnson vaccine anymore because yeah, it's going to cause yeah. blood clots in six days uh, to three weeks, and I'm going to be dead. So I'm going to leave kicking the tires to y'all, and, and, and y'all can, you know, well, good luck. Jerry, Jerry maybe this will calm me down. They say it's more likely in... Uh, people between the ages of 20 and 40. Well, I'm older than that, and I'm also not female. <laughs> yes. Which is it, the other criteria. But yeah, yeah there was not. one guy. There was that one guy that got blood clots. Hey, I had that a Johnson 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 three weeks ago. You're good. I was <laughs> oh, going to say, he's like, you're good after three weeks. But but no offense, Jerry, it's one guy out of six million that have got the no, seven million. Johnson. Okay, seven million. Yeah, but they stopped it because of six women. But to be fair, they're being proactive in checking. Uh, I believe it's something similar with what happened in Europe with the AstraZeneca vaccine, because it was somewhere around fifty-three people there that were having blood clots with the AstraZeneca vaccine, and, and I think that was in about two or three million people. Look, by no means am I making light. Well, I am making light of my situation because I can do that. You know, I mean, yeah. but seriously, um, yeah, yeah, if you if you have a reason not to get it, like my wife can't get it because she's allergic to some of the ingredients that are in the Moderna and, and the other um, and Pfizer. Uh, yeah, she's allergic to the ingredients in that. And because of her immune system, um, she's diabetic, but she has a lot of other allergies. She's afraid that the Johnson and Johnson shot, her doctor told her to hold up um, because they don't want some type of immunosystem, you know, uh, 
like these other six ladies had. One of those ladies did pass away. One is in still in the hospital. The others have uh, have recovered, I believe. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's it's a serious thing. But so is COVID. So you got to you got to you know do what you got to do. I will admit, if NASCAR hadn't you know given me a heads up and said, hey, you can't get back in the garage if you don't have it, I probably wouldn't have gotten it right now. You know, I was going to wait. Um, but getting in the garage is important for us, and uh, that way we can. You know, tell the stories, and and I haven't. I mean, I've, I've mentioned this early in the pre-show. Um, it's hard for me to get good content, not interacting and seeing people and talking to them face to face like mm-hmm. we're used to. Uh, my content for the year has dropped dramatically, uh, just because I don't have the the interaction with people, and that's 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 killing me uh, because I'm not known for that. I'm known for having you know in-depth, thorough stories that others usually typically don't have and uh so i i did this because of nascar um because that's uh that's what we need to do for the company but uh you know i am interested in this deal with uh uh what we were talking about with joey logano what do you know about that uh i guess seth and matt are y'all familiar with what was going on uh he was on sirius xm nascar today for his uh beyond the wheel segment where he's a co-host for an hour and uh mike bagley and people Stone had asked him about opening up the infield to the fans and uh if he would get the vaccine and he said that he was waiting to see what was going on uh with the vaccines and he very nonchalantly said that he had covid during the off season just threw it out there uh, and his comment was, uh, if he had not gotten tested, he would have ju- thought it was just a bad cold. I'd heard someone had it in the offseason and no one was talking about it. Um, I think we actually mentioned it on the show at one point. And we were going to try to figure out who it was. Um, that was not who I would have suspected. Um, but then that wasn't actually who I'd heard. I'd heard it was another uh, race team. But um, but glad Joey made it. He's he's okay. You know, obviously a lot of people um, don't have any side effects from it. So uh, and then Bubba um, uh, doing the, the vaccine a vaccine on, push as well. Yeah, he was supposed to get the Johnson Johnson, but since that's on pause, he got the Pfizer uh, on camera. And that uh, you're you were exposed, but you've already had the uh, had the shot. You're good. Yeah, so I got the shot. Let's see, I was apparently supposedly exposed on a Tuesday. I got vaccinated on Friday, and then on Sunday I got a phone call that I needed to do the quarantine and that because I hadn't had the shot for two weeks. So I've been out of work for two weeks. I go back on Friday. So, um, yeah, they told me that I still needed the quarantine and stuff. I actually got a call from the health department and all this other stuff. So, it's crazy dealing with all that, but but now you get to go back to work and and hang out with Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Did you know he's stepping down? No, no. Yeah, or did I? Yeah. Someone else is coming up from the company, but yeah, he's uh, Jeff Bezos, my boss. He's stepping down. Um, I think Q three. Yeah. Uh, I think Andy Jassy. I think his name is. He's going to take over, and he's going to take over some kind of leadership role. So you think you could get into sponsor kicking the tires? You know, I'll shoot him an email. Okay. <laughs> I mean, just look, look, we're not, we don't need much. Like one, one hundredth of a percent <laughs> of his income would be fine. All right. I'll let him know. I mean, 
that would take care of us for at least the next 10 years. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe two one hundredths because, you know, that, maybe three. And then we try, try for three. I'll take whatever I can get. <laughs> Got Martinsville coming up. Or Martinsville was last week. That was uh, an interesting uh, situation. Daniel oh. Suarez wins the uh, frustration of the week. Uh, award of the yeah. Week. Yeah, and uh, you know he's just standing there watching his car burn. He's like, hey, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and so are out. two, and so are two firefighters in uh, pit stall on pit road, just watching him watch his car burn. Yeah, he's like, why is somebody putting it out? Yeah, uh, Put out my car. The fire truck that, uh, or the safety vehicle that stopped to put out his fire was dispatched from turn two. Oh my god! Instead of going back around, you know, the quick way. It went all the way around the track before stopping. What I didn't, other thing I didn't understand is, you know, the penalties came out this week. There were slug nut penalties and some other stuff, and mm -hmm. somebody got suspended for something, a, a behavioral penalty. Who knows what that was for? Um, but Daniel didn't get in trouble for walking up, you know, and I guess, did he flip him off or what was he, he threw the water bottle? Out. Water bottle, yeah. Water. No, 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 he, threw, no, he didn't right, yeah. throw. He okay, just he tossed it. Uh, like, come on, <laughs> man, get that Tony well, Stewart two hands and chuck that thing. Let's go. Well, if I remember the rule correctly, he has to be within certain amount of feet of his own car, which he was. So I think uh, exactly. there might be a technicality yeah, there. Yeah, ask Danica Patrick how well that worked out for in California. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She got a fine. Yeah. I yeah. was there. She was mad. That was wild, though. You know how, like, in the old video games, you would, like, race around backwards and, like, hit the leader, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, the whole track at Martinsville is, like, blocked because you've wrecked five cars, and, like, all the other AI computer cars are, like, crashing into the back and all that. That's kind of what we had uh, out there at Martinsville. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when uh, Chris <laughs> Busher and Kyle Bush wrecked trying to avoid Cody Ware. And I'm going yeah. to chastise you, Seth. Uh -oh. I know I didn't take enough pictures. You didn't take enough photos, fire. man. I, I, well, I, I'll be There's honest. There's no excuse. You have a cell phone. I know. I, I was gonna say, uh, I'll do better next time. That's all I was gonna say. <laughs> you're gonna be, look, you're gonna be at Darlington. Yes. Now, Zach is gonna be the photographer outside, um, but. I'm I'm well aware that you can get a few decent shots from from Darlington from when I was there last year when we brought the, uh, the yeah. sport back. Yeah, just as so. long as they let us go. Uh, it, well, let us in the infield that uh, we can go certain places actually take pictures anyway. I think you're okay. I, I think they're going to let you know if you've got the COVID vaccine. The, well, the well, one of the things that's listed get some access. Well, one of the things that's listed is no uh, grid access. Hmm. Okay, we'll stay off pit road. There's yeah. a, there's a photo tower at at the end of pit road. Yeah, right at the media center. Do what? It's right like right across from the media center. Yeah, yeah so there's one on each end. So. Yeah. And trust me, there won't be a lot of people in the infield. It won't oh, be I know. hacked out. Uh, Matt, know. what are your plans? When are you going to a race, man? Uh, you know, I'm hoping to go to Nashville here in a couple of weeks. I got some other plans that I'm trying to work on there. Um, you know, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, COVID's kind of messed that up. And then some unexpected bills and finances came up a couple weeks ago so take care of that so we understand we'll see, but hopefully sooner than later though what uh what what predictions do you have this week for richmond trucks you know, and I cup think, man trucks and cup 
you know, I'm going to go with Ben Rhodes and Truex again. I think he's going to go, he's going to win again. I mean, I think he's led like 900 laps or something in like the last eight races or something there. So um, he's going to be hard to beat. Seth, your thoughts? For me, uh, I'm thinking it might be a Kyle Busch sweep kind of weekend. He's running the truck race and the cup race. So I, I think he might uh, sweep the weekend. And uh, any, any you got any, any you know fellow Californians that you're pulling for, Justin, or he's gonna? I mean, I guess Harvick. If you're gonna say that, I mean jo- uh, Johnson retired, so. But I mean, I guess you could say Matt Benedetto is technically from California because he he was, but now he's obviously living out there in North Carolina. Um. So anyway, nah, for the uh, truck race, it's going to be interesting because um, I don't know if they were scheduled to do a spring race last year, but because of COVID, they... Um, they they were. They were, yeah. So because yeah. of COVID, they only had the um, the fall race uh, back in September. So, But I'm going to say, gosh, you know, looking at that race, uh, Zane Smith led uh, a lot of laps, I think the third most laps out of the entire field. So I think Zane's going to surprise us once again and and get himself into victory lane uh, with the truck race. And for the cup race, man, I, I wish I could say we could keep going with, you know, first-time winners or or uh, uh, people who have only won their first race of the year uh, throughout the year, but Truex kind of ruined that, even though um, Blaney and Hamlin dominated the race on the rain-delayed Sunday. So, But uh, I'm going to say probably uh, Brad Keselowski is going to go ahead and take the win and uh, go two in a row out at Richmond. Well, first off, we need to uh, we need to keep track. Seth, you need to keep track of our picks and go back and see who's been right and who's wrong the most and like score points. You know, each mm. each pay, each position is a point and and figure out. Who's been right? There's only been what nine, ten races. We can you figure it out. I, I, it'll be easy to figure out. But I do have one question for you, though. What about the weekend? The weeks in which not all of us are on the show. How is that fair to say me who missed a few? We will drop. We'll yeah. drop the lowest. We'll drop the lowest three because just the in waiver. case. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll give you a waiver. We'll okay. give you an NASCAR <laughs> waiver. You yeah. automatically so, get a top ten. So we don't have to attempt. Oh, so, uh, I was gonna say, are you guys making me the Josh Berry of the show? Then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll give you a NASCAR waiver and uh, and 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 a top ten. So, <laughs> okay, that's or what good. we could do is just do some. Pra- <laughs> what we could do is just do some practice, and then what we can do for those who can't be on the show, they just slack us uh, their picks. By like Wednesday going night forward, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Going forward, we'll and in the last yeah. in the last ten Tennis races, is- we have our little playoffs. So I'm picking John Hunter Nemechek for the truck. My Cup Series pick is going to be Willie B. Willie William B. Byron, please report to Victory Lane at Richmond Raceway. Will the real Willie B. please stand up? Please stand uh, Curtis, up. you still got a shot on the show. Come on. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll at least give you a few minutes on here. Can't be any worse than me. Before we run this show completely, well, we've already done that. Before we like <laughs> run it into a building, uh, you know, because we've definitely left the tracks. Uh, we're going to call it a night. You guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. We hope we entertained you. Um, we'll try to talk more about NASCAR and 
not be idiots, but we have fun and that's what it's about. So uh, we'll see y'all next week. Oh, 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 o